Hey guys, welcome to our Christian viewing experience. I am Noah Wilder. That hey. is Elias Chavez. Uh, and we're here to talk about, unless you want to do this part. No, no, no. Welcome to uh, our Christian experience. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we lead up. I don't think anyone can hear you at all. What? Are you? Oh, great. Well, I, here I was thinking this was going to be a good thing. Should we start over? No. Okay. So we're here to talk about movies, TV, comics, stories, anything, uh, and tying in what we see in it as a biblical or Christian or gospel message and uh, hopefully expose those to you guys and allow you guys to bring those into conversations you have with other people. Uh, and yeah, or just enjoy yourselves as you listen to us. You know, that's, that's okay too. Mm. But yeah, we just want to see God's glory and all the things that we experience and we hope you do too yeah it was, uh, i was watching like the the capture um like the mic levels as we because we uh, we do like those couple seconds of silence before we before we actually start the, the podcast um and so you know we we couple seconds of silence get the mics adjusted um to the level of quiet like ambient quiet in the room and i was just watching as it was like freaking out trying to figure what what is silent <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so that's uh that's our podcast. We goof around, we talk about God. Anyway, how was your week? <laughs> My week's been okay. It's been okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've been really busy doing work and then helping Sarah Beth and her family with uh, some medical stuff. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I just haven't got gotten to do much. Um really this I have nothing to report on this week. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Okay. <laughs> Um, what about you? <laughs> yeah, as always, it's a pretty boring week, but the past couple days were interesting. Um, so I, I told you a little bit about it, um, but I hung out. What was it? So so Tuesday morning, I get a phone call out of the blue from a good buddy of mine who I haven't seen in like a couple months, and um, basically was like, "Hey, I'm in Louisville. Um, we should hang out." Uh, we were on the phone for like three and a half hours. Um, we were on the phone so long that then we didn't have enough time to hang out um so we re we rescheduled that and so we we met each other the next day um and so we i don't know if you know it but right off campus there's this little cuban restaurant called sabor latino very good um anyway we go there they got jerk chicken um the jerk chicken it goes hard it's so good um so he got he got just the jerk chicken i got a jerk chicken sandwich um nom 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 fast forward four hours later we're still sitting <laughs> and talking in this restaurant um it we were talking so long that i had dinner plans and i had to leave so i could go to my dinner plan so i went directly from lunch to dinner and then afterwards i uh i was hanging out with my good buddies michael and matthew it was my first time seeing matthew since you know he got married um so yeah, it was it was cool. I got to see him. Got to see their uh, him and Jane's new house. He's got two cats. Got to hang out with his cats. So all right, cool. <laughs> Swag. Oh, so uh, have you? Are you? Do you like Daredevil? I love Daredevil. Did you see this week? Marvel announced the Daredevil run of comics is is ending. What? There's not going to be any more Daredevil comics. You're not kidding. I'm you? not kidding. Oh no. Like the Man Without Fear. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's okay. You know, it's one of those things like the Fantastic Four a few years ago where they're like, it's over. It's done. Only lasts about three years. Yeah. <sighs> but three years? <laughs> so, like, how many more issues? Did they say how many more issues? Uh, it's going to be over by the end of the year. By the end of the year? Yeah, I think it might even be the next issue, the last one. I'm not sure. The last issue is going to have Kingpin get married to Typhoid Mary. <laughs> 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 oh man you want me to turn off the recording so you can go like I, no you no, can go no, handle no. this just, emotionally <laughs> like that that was my first con i have i have like daredevil like issues like 95 through like 100 and something like 130 like all, all like mint condition like like i i like it was my first comic book was was daredevil um and I, I, every time I'd go to the comic book store, you know, I would always get 
two my you know i was always allowed to get two comics so and you got so, spider-man and daredevil no 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 <laughs> so i would get two daredevil comics i'd get the most recent daredevil and then the most recent like back order oh okay and so i would i would get the most and so i, I would work my collection backwards but i remember because i started collecting because the first issue i got was like i think 97 and so you know there were everyone was like oh that means in three months it'll be issue 100 and that'll be like the double size and so i i was like <gasps> and I, I gotta keep going so yeah and so then i started and then of course i got into the story which you know at, at my age was it's daredevil so it was a very mature issue of like a very mature story about like you know drug running ninjas basically <laughs> it's daredevil so it's weird and catholicism um, yes <laughs> uh with with you know like iron fist and luke cage making the occasional appearance and like you know every now and then like a you know some bad guy would show up and he'd be like i'm the gladiator and i'd be like who is who's the who um and they're like gladiator my oldest foe yes and i'd be like who that's not green goblin who's this guy <laughs> But so like, I thought Daredevil was just growing up Spider-Man. Right, 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 right. There, <laughs> but and so I just remember like reading those and like I remember like the ads in those comics. Like, man, you good? I mean, no. yeah. I'll, I'm. I'm. It's just a comic book, but like, so I'm fine. But wow, because again, that's my first comic book. I love Daredevil. I have to go get the like the last issue. Yeah, you're just gonna storm a comic shop. I need the past twenty issues, dude. I <laughs> drop a casual, <laughs> drop a milli, <laughs> a casual four grand. I get the just just. Go. I need everything, <laughs> dude. That's that's crazy. Cause I remember the the hundredth issue of uh, of of daredevil he get he gets sprayed with this like ver basically his version of scarecrow and uh so he gets sprayed with like the fear gas and so uh it's him going through and like you know like remembering like when electra died and like when all like all of these different like you know form formula it's basically like uh, this formula of just shows him all his bad memories yeah shows him all his bad memory all the all the daredevil highlights of the past you know 10 years of the past 100 issues um and so like me and they're all done in different art styles yeah um and so just looking at that and like that was my realization because all you know all the daredevil comics look phenomenal but like <laughs> the art i don't know who they had doing the art at that time but i was always like blown away with the art but then just seeing like the different art styles and like you know it so early into my daredevil knowledge getting like a complete daredevil break because it's a double size you know 100th issue yeah. um dude why do you have to tell me this on a podcast? Like, <laughs> you couldn't have like, like as as I was walking into the house today, you couldn't have been like, "Hey, man, I I need, I just I need to brace you for this. Like, I don't want to do this to you before you leave for Again, work. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think it will be more than five years before Daredevil just has another comic run. Oh, I mean, come on, <laughs> Spider Man. You know, ha like this is the final issue of Spider Man ever. Spider Man's dead now. How long did that last? I don't know. It's like I. I yeah what was it issue 700 or 800 or something it was like the like final issue of spider-man and then they just like you know two or three years later they were like uh anyway he's back <laughs> same with wolverine and... <laughs> yeah and i mean that's how it goes that's how it goes but all those characters it's like they died so we had to wait for them to be alive again so we could write not stories <laughs> not just no we're not writing this anymore yeah yeah like canonically there's not a story to tell in this universe like yeah he's gonna like show up and do other things but like we don't need to focus on him anymore yeah who's gonna save hell's kitchen you know i, I didn't think hell's kitchen was a real place for a long time <laughs> you know what neither did i <laughs> just neither not... did i and like, then... who would who would name their neighborhood hell's, hell's kitchen, kitchen. <laughs> But also, dude, props to you for naming your neighborhood objectively, like, the most metal name. <laughs> Actually, it was not, like, no one in that neighborhood called it that. Yeah. It was a few different, like, they don't know the origin, but a few sure. different report, police reports mm -hmm. and, like, news stories started calling it that. Yeah. Because it's like, this isn't hell. This is hotter than hell. It's Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Because, you know... All the ovens and stuff are in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is worse than hell. It's Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Um, that's the whole idea behind it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I didn't I didn't know Hell's Kitchen existed. Like, as a kid, I was just it like... Was like no, no way that exists. Yeah, No, it does. <laughs> it does. 
It's uh, both a real place, and I'm sure that there's got to be some, like, Guns N' Roses album or something called Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> probably not Guns N' Roses. Maybe like, probably a band you've never heard of in your life. But, probably. probably um, but still. I wonder if the people in Hell's Kitchen are, like, if they really like Daredevil. Like, <laughs> that would be pretty, you know, that would be, like, a pretty cool story. Like, I grew up in Hell's Kitchen. I always read Daredevil comics because I always, you know, I needed some figure to look up to. And then I was blind. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to find the Braille editions. It's very hard to find a Braille comic book. I wonder how many. I wonder how many blind comic book fans. Well, I mean, they exist. They, they exist. Like, oh, yeah. Blind comic comics for blind people exist. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure how they work. I've yeah. never actually seen one, but I do know they exist. Yeah, yeah. Do you like feel the characters doing stuff? Like, yeah. Or is it just a book at that point? Right. <laughs> a novelization of this comic book run. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, time to get into it. <laughs> let's let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> Not the devil of Hell's Kitchen. Not the devil of Hell's Kitchen. Golly, man. You good? I, mean, I, I need to Google this real quick. I just I need. You to need see. to find out when it's actually yeah I properly just, ending. I I really yeah. So this is you good? Just Daredevil. Must have special Daredevil number thirty eight when it releases on November seventeenth. Okay. You have that date down. <sighs> All right, you gotta catch up now. <laughs> right, 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 right. I legitimately feel like you're about to like go, <laughs> go by like the, the what it said thirty eight. You're gonna 38. you're gonna go by one through thirty eight. I'm just gonna buy this entire <laughs> series because I mean at the beginning it was saying like one of you know one of Marvel's like most critically acclaimed series of all time. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, all right. <clears throat> uh, well, now I've got a, I've got a timeline in mind, so I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So, I'm going to talk about Pinocchio. <laughs> it's uh, it's future presentation time, and I'm talking about Pinocchio. I asked you earlier if you had seen Pinocchio, and you said, yeah, I had the VHS, but like... Last time... But like, is it like one of those things where it's like, when I was a kid, I was obsessed, or... I, was no, it, no, 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 I, I... It seems like one of those things for you, mm-hmm. where you're like, Jungle Book? Jungle Book? <laughs> Oliver Twist. <laughs> it could it could be one it of those could, things. It, Pinocchio could have it been. fits in that like category of <laughs> old thing that you for some reason <laughs> love. <laughs> like it's okay I, that you like it and it like it's like it's understandable. That's it's culturally good. It's a good story. Yeah. It's a good story, but like it's weird that you're obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> you know, that's one thing. <laughs> you could. You know, that's one thing that doesn't come out about me, like, on the first date. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh... You tell the girl, like, yeah, I'm into anime and stuff, but, you're like, you keep the, the Oliver Twist and, like, yes. and Mark Twain and... <laughs> She's gonna find out that I'm a lit nerd after the anime. <laughs> she can relate to the anime, but she can't relate to I, this, I, so I, I gotta... I was gonna say, I'm gonna have to... I'm gonna, have, I'm to gonna have to make her read The Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> yes! <laughs> no. She's ha- gonna have to read Lord of the Flies like now like <laughs> before the second date yes you have to write a book before the first date you... <laughs> this is our first conversation i've already planned it out so you better have read the... <laughs> so how do you feel about the character of fagin and the and the twist with him at the end of oliver twist how do you feel about <laughs> um, excuse me did i ask about your personal life no <laughs> yeah 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 that's how this goes um no, Pinocchio, not weirdly obsessed with it. Um, I do know the story pretty well. I, I kind of feel like if you watched it again, you might be obsessed with it. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time for that reason. <laughs> I can I only... Knew, I know me. I can only have so many, like, niche interests <laughs> where it's like, for everyone else, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's it's cute. It's Pinocchio. Like, come on, everybody loves Pinocchio. Like, I, Sarah Beth loves Pinocchio, I'm sure. No. Just because Disney. Well, yeah. I mean, she's, she's like, watched it. And she, like, she likes it. She won't, like, quote it or anything. Yeah. And she doesn't, like, watch it all the time. Like, the, the last time I watched it was the last time she watched it. So. There you go. So, yeah. Like, like five years ago. A normal amount of love for Pinocchio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to have another thing that I'm like, everyone else is like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Meanwhile, I'm like slapping them. And <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> How can you not see the artistic beauty in the character art of Mowgli the Frog? <laughs> <laughs> I just... 
Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's let's please get so into Pinocchio, this. So Pinocchio, I'm still emotionally reeling from I, Daredevil. From Daredevil, ending. I just I. <laughs> now the Daredevil's ending. I guess I have to love Pinocchio. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so yes. Pinocchio is a puppet. Mm-hmm. He was made by a game, uh, Geppetto, a guy named Geppetto, mm-hmm. um, who is a toy maker and puppet maker, and mm-hmm. he's given life by a. She doesn't have a name. She's just the, the blue, blue fairy. fairy. Yeah. Both Geppetto and this blue fairy character act as the god figure in what I'm going to talk about. Mm. Um, Geppetto literally creates Pinocchio. Okay. uh, And the blue fairy is literally the one who gives him life Mm -hmm. and a conscience Mm -hmm. named Jiminy Cricket. Did you remember that Jiminy Cricket was his conscience? Yes, he he himself does not have a conscience. He has a physical manifestation of his conscience. Yes. Yeah. Who um, is Jiminy Cricket? He is... Was well, just a cricket until this moment. It's uh, it's kind of funny. Jiminy Cricket is like describing what a conscience is. It's a it's a little voice in your head that no one really listens to. Is what he says. Hmm. And then Pinocchio is like, "Oh, will you be my conscience?" <laughs> and straight up roasts this man. <laughs> I. <laughs> you finna get ignored today. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> Jiminy Cricket uh, is charged with being Pinocchio's conscience. Mm. Um, weird situation there. But Pinocchio is given a charge in order to become a real boy by the Blue Fairy. She says, prove yourself to be brave, truthful, and unselfish, and someday you will be a real boy. Mm. So Pinocchio has this desire to become real and since ever since he came alive, you know, because he wasn't born or anything. But... Um, he doesn't have to be taught this. He just knows that what he—that's what he's here for. He's something here to do something more. He's here to be something more yeah. than what he currently more is. More than the sum of his parts. Ho oh, ho! Because he's—he's literally just made it out of wood. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so Pinocchio uh, wakes up. This all happens. Mm-hmm. Geppetto. Um, Realizes wakes that up he has and created he, life. <laughs> yeah, wakes up is like freaking out. Yeah, until he realizes, oh, this is real. I'm not insane. <laughs> and then he's like happy that he's a father and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he sends him off to school because I guess that's what you do when on the first day of this this being's existence is to send them off to, <laughs> to go to school. Um. So Pinocchio goes out into the world to go to school and his conscience uh, shows that he is not fully there. Mm-hmm. Jiminy Cricket is not really 100% good at his job as a conscience because, uh, as he puts it, he's late on his first day of the job. He wakes up late. Pinocchio's gone. He's running around <laughs> trying to find Pinocchio. Pinocchio has no conscience. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, so while Pinocchio is without his conscience... Uh, because his conscience isn't fully there in this sense, uh, he is immediately turned down the wrong path by the fox. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here's where I want to point out an aspect that I've already touched on a little bit, is every metaphorical character, God, man, the devil, all that, in what I'm going to talk about is actually mm-hmm. filled by more than one person. So I already talked about God mm-hmm. is filled in with Geppetto and the Blue Fairy. Yeah. And Pinocchio is not fully himself mm-hmm. on his own. Yeah. His conscience is a different person. Yeah. So he is actually, in a way, he's two people. Yeah. He's Jiminy Cricket and Pinocchio. Yeah. And so the devil is just all the villain characters in the movie. <laughs> um, okay. So the devil character is fittingly a fox, mm-hmm. but is also Stromboli, the and evil puppet master who makes him perform Mm -hmm. and puts him in a cage uh the coach driver who takes all the boys to pleasure island Mm -hmm. um and lastly uh monstro um who seems to have taken the father away from pinocchio Mm -hmm. right yeah so pinocchio is deceived into working for stromboli because of his desire to be something more than himself he wants to be a real boy Mm -hmm. and that plays itself out and he kind of also wants to be famous and if he's famous then he he, that means he's brave and truthful and unselfish because like he thinks the world would reward that Mm -hmm. so if he's famous then that's rewarding him being this and then he'll be a real boy right right um anyway (laughs) 
Anyways, yes. But he's wrong because his conscience isn't there to guide him. Mm-hmm. Or it's only there sometimes. Or he's only listening sometimes. Yeah. Um, so Pinocchio uh, is duped into this, but Stromboli <laughs> takes everything for himself, right? And mm-hmm. is only interested in keeping Pinocchio as a slave. And so here's this devil concept of we desire riches, we desire things of this world. Mm-hmm. And even though we might get them, in reality, spiritually, what's happening, it's just we get nothing mm-hmm. and the devil's getting everything. <laughs> yeah, you got rich, but you don't own your riches. Mm. You know, um, they're being taken away and you can't get them back, so you shouldn't desire them. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Pinocchio escapes with the help of the Blue Fairy in, in this circumstance and tries to go back home, but is duped again by the fox into going to Pleasure Island. And on Pleasure Island, all the boys are allowed to do whatever they want and be as destructive as they want. And I love that uh, they they get there and they're like, you know what, we're going we're gonna to throw this chair off the roof and we're going to throw this painting off the roof and we're going to draw on this and set fire to that. <laughs> just their, their idea of doing whatever they want is just, well, I, I just want to know what this would look like if it, if it hit the ground really fast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> complete destruction yeah (laughs) that's their idea of fun yeah and then because they're little boys you know Mm -hmm. um but there's also a a pretty funny little scene where the mona lisa is there and they've drawn like a a person next to her (laughs) and uh pinocchio's friend who is leading who is also leading him astray yeah is leading him astray but also doesn't like intentionally do it he's just not a good guy but anyway (laughs) yeah (laughs) um he like puts his cigarette out on the Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah. um, and they, they, they're little boys. They're 10 year old boys. And they're all drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess is supposed to be root beer. But it's just beer. And they're drink- smoking cigars and stuff. And Pinocchio is actually just one day old at this point. So he really shouldn't be <laughs> in this mess. Um, but um, it's pretty obvious symbolism here. Um he wants to, the coach driver who brings them all there on this boat to Pleasure Island. He wants to let all the boys chase after their own desires until they all can become donkeys and in the in a non uh, cursing sense jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm using it properly, so it's fine. Uh, you, you good? It's no, it's serious though. No, 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 I, you I, chase I, after your own desires until you become. That literally Jiminy Cricket says it in this movie. Yes. yes. So you it's just, you make a jackass film. of yourself is what yes. you do, chasing after your own desires. So I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna say it again. It's gonna be donkeys from now on. Uh, <laughs> but the symbolism is pretty pretty much there. Yeah. Um, they all well, eventually start. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, but eventually they all start turning into donkeys. Um, mm-hmm. And Pinocchio starts to turn into a donkey. And I always just assumed when I watched this that, oh, he's a, he's not a real boy. He's made out of wood. Mm-hmm. So that's why he can't turn into a donkey fully. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's partially because he's never fully corrupted mm-hmm. in a sense, you know. Yeah. He's, he's always, like, he sees what people are doing but also doesn't say no. Um, yeah. He sees it as wrong but isn't, like, standing in the way either. Right. And, like, he sends Shimony Cricket away. He literally sends his conscience away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I guess he really is corrupted. But for whatever reason, he, he only becomes partially a donkey and is yeah. able to stop it. Yeah. Because I guess he wasn't actually fully corrupted or whatever. But anyway, moving on. Once uh, then Pinocchio is captured again, but he has to figure it out on his own. The Blue Fairy doesn't show up. He has to figure out with his conscience, Jiminy Cricket, how to get out of this. So once Pinocchio gets out, he doesn't save anyone, which I was, like, at the end of the movie, I'm always like, hey, you're gonna go, like, take care of that? Like, no. There's a huge conspiracy and a, there's, there's a problem in your society nope. that needs to be taken care of. And he's just like, no, I'm a real boy. You know? <laughs> he doesn't care at all. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's honestly, to me, has always been the biggest failing of Jiminy Cricket as his conscience. It's like, just that your conscience should at that point like tug at you a little bit and be like, hey, man, there's some other people out there who really need some help. But nah. I think the point is that they got themselves into this situation. They're bearing the consequences of their own actions. Of like in this metaphor, like you you they make a donkey out of yourself. You are the only one who can get yourself out. Yeah. Um, 
except you you can't in in Christian terms. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, like, are we just not gonna address that? Like, yeah. <laughs> he gets back home and his father is gone, and he has went searching for him uh, because, sorry, Geppetto has went searching for Pinocchio at Pleasure Island and gotten lost um, along the way. So Pinocchio thinks he has died. But this is where the Blue Fairy steps in again and says, Hey, this is where he is. You can go find him, but I'm not going to do it for you. Yeah. It's like a glowing dove that leaves a note for him. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so he's like, Pinocchio is like, uh, Yeah, I guess I'm doing this now. I, I need to save my dad. Um, so we find Geppetto, uh, believing that he's dead, essentially. He, he's given up all hope, or is is going to be dead soon, because he's in the belly of a whale. He's inside a whale named Mo- Monstro, because it has human teeth. Uh, <laughs> um, Pinocchio comes and saves him, and in saving him, Pinocchio died. He drowned. Um, mm-hmm. And there's even a point where Pinocchio can make this choice, where Geppetto is telling, go on without me, you gotta save yourself. Because he's a good father, he's a loving father, he wants his son to live more than him. Yeah. Right. Pinocchio dies, though, and he makes that choice, he dies saving his father from Monstro. So um, Pinocchio dies to himself in the seeking of his father, and through this act is made qualified to become a real boy, yeah. right? So that's when the Blue Fairy shows up. Pinocchio's dead. He still has donkey ears and a tail, but he is turned into a real boy with no donkey ears and no donkey parts at all. Uh, <laughs> and this is uh, really where I want to point out what I'm talking about. Um Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, but is a gift of God. Uh, Pinocchio has made a real boy, a new man, and his conscience, to wrap up the whole story, uh, I forgot this part, his conscience is made an official conscience, and he gets a badge and everything. Uh, it's it's dumb. <laughs> it's, it's, Jiminy Cricket doesn't grow at all. <laughs> Throughout the story, but officially, he's a better conscious now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Because he had the badge. He's got a badge. Yeah. So this is where and I want to point out... man in uniform. <laughs> this is where I want to point out um, just the, the idea of we are born into this world. We have a conscience... It, it does guide us in the ways of goodness and godliness, but it's not fully there, right? So that's the same idea with Pinocchio, right? He has Jiminy Cricket, but he, he's not the best conscience in the world. Mm-hmm. He's late on his first day on the job. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, we get duped into doing things, but we also have this desire to be more than what we are. We have a yeah. recognition of something is about me isn't fully there yet and i need to seek out this thing that makes me more Mm -hmm. right and we have some idea of what it is we have morality in our world we have this conscience that points us in the right direction right the blue fairy says you need to be brave truthful and unselfish and that's what will make it right for you yeah but pinocchio just doesn't he understands what that means he just doesn't understand how to actually do that yeah you know um so just like us we are not the the creation we're meant to be when we come mm. into the world, right? And our conscience isn't fully there. It's doing what it can, but it's not it's not perfect. It's not doing what it should. Um, <laughs> so we we go out into this world and we we get duped into chasing our own desires, yeah, or trying to do things our own way. Mm-hmm. Like Pinocchio tried to become famous, and then he tries to just do whatever he wants on Pleasure Island and just fulfill his own desires of. I guess, destruction and drinking beer. Uh, (laughs) And thinking, like, somehow this will work out. This is what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. So I guess I do it. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm not going to question it. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what happy is. Yeah. (laughs) And so we have this devil. We actually have the devil that's played out in these devil figures like the fox who is... He's a sly fox. He's there to try and convince us to do something that we should know better than. Yeah. But our conscience isn't really telling us no either. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> we've got the, it's a very devil-like character, the idea of the fox, you know. Yeah. Um, we have Stromboli, who is literally controlling Pinocchio and taking all the things that should be his and, and not letting him fulfill any of his desires and controlling him. And even though Pinocchio, you know, he has no strings on him, mm-hmm. uh, he's still being, con- no yeah, he's still being controlled by Stromboli in that time. He's the evil puppet master. 
Uh, and then the coach driver is another one who wants just fulfill your own desire desires. It doesn't matter if you become make a donkey out of yourself, you know. Just follow what you want. It will be fine. And then once you have become something you don't want to be, you don't know your way back and he takes control, you know. Yeah. All very devil-like creatures uh, or characters. And then there's Monstro who is just... The destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> who comes to seek and destroy, you know. Um, and Pinocchio falls for all these. Um, he gets eaten by Monstro. He gets taken to pleasure island he gets controlled by stromboli he gets tricked by the fox you know yeah and he's i mean he he's trying he just keeps getting duped he keeps he's just getting, not successful he's not successful at all and he he does in some ways make a, a donkey out of himself uh and he has to realize that he's in the wrong um and so what he realizes is that he's one been he's in the wrong two he needs to get out of there three he gets home he needs to find his father his father has been separated from him the person who made him is no longer there so he has to do something about it and he is given this invitation like you should not have a way to find your father but the blue fairy has some grace right yeah and shows him hey there's a way go seek him out yeah and in seeking him out he proves his himself to be brave truthful and unselfish through his action yeah um and this is you this is where we step and we seek our father we we've been given an invitation to make things right and we seek our father and that's what i brought up ephesians 2 8 4 we have been saved through faith Mm -hmm. or, or by for by grace you have been saved through faith right okay we do the faith part, right? Yeah. But we are saved by grace. Yeah. Like our faith isn't what saves us. Mm-hmm. Our faith is what gives us grace that saves us. And that grace is not our own doing. It's a gift of God. And so uh, Pinocchio demonstrates this in, in meeting this charge that he's given by the Blue Fairy at the beginning, right? And saving his father and chasing after his father uh he dies to his old self and is allowed to become a new man and his conscience is made full and actually understands how to handle us now you know (laughs) yeah um but anyway what i wanted to point out is that pinocchio does not make himself a real boy (laughs) he dies yeah he just gives up what he was Mm -hmm. because he loves his father and he chases after him and he chooses something better than his own desires yeah what makes him a real boy what makes him this new man in christian terms (laughs) is something supernatural called the blue fairy and for us it's god he steps in he shows us grace and mercy and Mm -hmm. forgiveness it's one of those like by no power of my own yeah yeah and this is not your own doing but it's a gift from god he does all the work yeah we have faith one he also gave us faith but two i mean like but yeah even in pinocchio like pinocchio knows he has to prove himself to be brave truthful and unselfish because he's told yeah he knows that's important because a supernatural force says this is what you got to do these Um, are the requirements this is the minimum yeah and so we are given faith uh, by grace. And then through that faith, by grace, God does all the work. So the Blue Fairy and uh, Geppetto are the ones who do all the work to actually make Pinocchio a real boy. Yeah. Even though it seems that he is responsible for making himself one. Yeah. Um, and that's that kind of duality of being chosen and, and also feeling like, well, I, I searched after God and I had faith and I accepted him, but... The Bible says I've been chosen, so how does that work out? It's because you were chosen, mm-hmm. and therefore you did those things, which allowed you to be chosen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's all I got. Don't think too hard about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just Pinocchio. We are made yeah. a new man by dying to our old selves yep. and chasing after our father who loves us and created us and choosing something more than our own desires, mm-hmm. just like Pinocchio was made a real boy for the same reasons. I, I think that that's a really great point. Um, I think um, something you didn't touch on too much, but the fact that like specifically Pinocchio is gifted, um, not Geppetto, sorry, Jiminy. Um, he's gifted Jiminy. Mm-hmm. Um, and through like this act of, you know, like um, specifically Pinocchio is brought to life because the blue fairy sees the love that Geppetto put into creating Pinocchio because of how badly yeah. he wanted a son. And so we see this like interplay of like, okay, like all of all of the people in your analogy are multiple people with multiple attributes. And so we see if we're going to look at them as like, you know, we can see like uh, Geppetto is like both God the Father because 
his father and also in the sense like he is god the son because everything was made through him and by him and it's the holy spirit that comes and like breathes life and like like you have this ability to become your own person pinocchio because of the fact that one god the father loved you and two because you were made for and through god the son um and so then Pinocchio, as his own person, is like this perfect personification of in Romans when Paul is talking about like it is, you know, like what I want to do, I don't or what I, what I want to do, I don't do what I don't want to do, I do. But I know it is not me, but the flesh within me. Yeah, um, because Pinocchio is a slave to his own desires, regardless of whether or not he knows it's right or wrong. He still gets tripped up and caught by all those different people. And the one thing that can point him in the right is his conscience is is Jiminy um, and Jiminy is, is gifted to him. Um, and it's, if it were not for, and that shows what you're talking about, where it's like Pinocchio is, you know, like we as Christians, we are chosen. And as we are chosen, that's what gives us the ability to have faith so that we can be gifted grace. We are gifted a thing that allows us to be gifted the thing that That actually matters. Yes. (laughs) And then allows us to be gifted salvation. And like, and that's how it is for Pinocchio. He is gifted Geppetto, or Frank. He's gifted Jiminy um, so that he can then have that conscience, so he can start to make those correct yeah. decisions. And yes, that, I Jiminy's mean, late on the first day and everything. But like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. We are gifted a conscience. Mm-hmm. Like, we are a fallen people. Yes, from birth. We do not deserve <laughs> to even have an inkling of an idea of what is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. We threw that out the window. I would say the Israelites are a perfect example of that in the Old like, Testament. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but aside from that, like we threw out threw that out the window. We said we want to know what's right and wrong. We want to be in charge of what's right and yep, wrong. In the garden. We don't want to be told what's right and wrong. Yep. Uh and the fact that God still gifts us a conscience, even an imperfect one, mm-hmm. is a grace. And he gives that to everyone, whether they're chosen or not. Yes. You know right and wrong on some level when you should not. I was gonna say we we did eat of the fruit. Yeah. We all know. We all know right and wrong. Um, but yeah. then now because of that, we have to make that choice. Yeah. Um, so That was a good point. I like you brought that up. I just wanted to bring up one last thing. I always thought Jiminy Cricket looked like an olive with a body. Doesn't he? Yeah. Like he's, he's weird just head is weirdly yeah. olive shaped. There's nothing Cricket like at all. No. <laughs> um, it's actually terrifying. Uh, I wish... <laughs> And it would, it would be... You have nightmares. Jiminy Cricket like hovering above you. <laughs> no, no, no. Ah, Olive Man! <laughs> no, no, no. Because here's the thing. Out of all of the Disney movies that I'm like, please don't make a live action version. I don't want a live action Jiminy Cricket. I don't want to see a cricket with the top hat and everything because that would be even more terrifying than... With like the mandibles like moving around as Jiminy yeah. talks at it. I don't want that. Um, but because as much as the current version scares me because I, I have legitimately had the picture before because you know like the the olives with like the little pimento like the, with yeah. the little things stuffed in them I have always imagined that that's what his head actually is and that's where he wears the top hat because the top hat <laughs> covers, <laughs> covers I did not mean to go down this <laughs> this whatever this because he needs the top hat to cover the fact that his head is, is stuffed with the little pimento peppers and yeah, his last name is Cricket. He is not a cricket. He's not a cricket. He's not a cricket. He has he has a weird little putty body made from the made from whatever. Pimento. <laughs> I just I I don't like him. <laughs> which is a which is representative of my own sin struggles in which I I turn away from my conscience. Yeah, you don't you have your excuses, but the reality is. You want to do whatever you want and not listen to your conscience. Because it's made of pimento, peppers, and olives. Yes. <laughs> and I don't like olives very much. Or pimento. I, yeah, well, or pimentos. I think we've had... The, I know I've told you. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I have, like, an olive, like, like Roche limit. Like, I can only take so yeah, yeah. many olives. I can you, eat... It's one of those things where you're like, oh, I really enjoyed that. I do not want another. Yes, I can. I love my first olive. My second olive. You can scroll okay, through. Okay, okay, but you're it's not good. doing a third. Yes, that third <laughs> olive though. I know. I know. I don't want a third olive. Sa- olives on salad, hard sell. I love salad, but like. All right. Oof. You gotta. Anyway. You gotta get into yours now. Yes. What are you talking about? <clears throat> so I'm talking about Steven Universe. I- <laughs> 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 no, 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 I'm talking about Green Lantern. What a world. <laughs> I- <laughs> 
because <laughs> when I got here today, I, I told Noah like, "Hey, I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Green Lantern. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about Green Lantern. This is, I have everything typed out for Green Lantern. So he sees my notes right now. That's yeah. why he was laughing. But that's why he went into a panic attack. Like, <laughs> well, it's also, well, it's also that Steven Universe probably does have a few things we could point out. But I'm not ready. I'm not ready for you to talk about Steven Universe. I'm not emotionally." <laughs> <laughs> I grab you by the throat and I'm just like, are you ready for lore? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, Green Lantern. Uh, I'm talking about Green Lantern today. Um, I've got like a couple different things. Um, so I'm just going to start with what what threw me down this Green Lantern rabbit hole. Okay. Um, a couple years ago, um, they had the comic book where they, they defeated Darkseid finally. They killed Darkseid in the Justice League comics. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, different attributes of, of God were distributed to different members of the Justice League. And so, uh, for example, Superman, he became all-powerful, and Batman became all-knowing. Um, and we have uh, uh, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, he chose, or he didn't choose, but he became this God of Light aspect. Yeah. Um, and he limited himself specifically because of the way that he views God. Um, in, in this storyline, he event, he initially like rejects the idea, like I'm not going to become this God. And the reason is because within that specific universe of comics, um, Hal Jordan's father was also a pilot and died in a plane crash. And so, um, him growing up in this like very religious, like I, I want to say it's like his father was Catholic and his mom was Jewish or something. Um, I don't know. Anyway, point is weird comic book lore. I'm almost done with the comic book lore. I promise. Um, <laughs> so many like random characters are just oh yeah they're Jewish yeah <laughs> Ben Grimm Jewish Jewish I don't it, it's, it's all the ethnic Jewish though it's yes no yes. of them are actually like wearing the, what is it the yarmulkes or yep. anything no. none of them are celebrating Hanukkah or anything no they're all like oh yeah Christmas party let's go <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Christmas party let's go <laughs> I, my favorite I would say my favorite religious character in comic books is probably Nightcrawler like he's oh, Catholic amazing he's very devoutly Catholic like he he's like an actual Christian Catholic yes though like where he like he practices the faith like he like yeah like he's not just you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. he's like not he's just not... like every now and then throws out hey guys I'm Catholic you know no, yeah and he but he also doesn't he I, he prays to mary a few times yeah he does he does the hail mary he does the um, hail mary yeah but he, he like specifically is shown like praying to god and not mm -hmm. just doing the same thing and not just doing the hail marys cuz he's sinned but like like yeah. actually regretting where he's gone wrong yes and stuff. yes but, yeah, yeah. Anyway. anyway, we we can talk about Nightcrawler another day. But point is, he's my favorite religious character in comics. Moving on, pretty much the only one. No. Yeah, Dare, Daredevil's there, but he also like tries to kill people. <sighs> Daredevil. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, point is, uh, within this storyline of comics, he he flashes back to when his his father died in this plane crash and because of that he's like shown praying and like within within you know a catholic church he's praying and um he's basically like crying out like many of the psalmists do he's crying out and being like god where are you why did you let this thing happen you're supposed to like not let bad things happen blah 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 anyway hal jordan eventually accepts this like god of light and like this this aspect of god um and he he takes that on um but again he specifically limits himself because one he also is a green lantern and he has that that previous oath that he swears by um well yeah and he's also he's personally experienced having power mm -hmm. corrupting him yes uh because he became parallax, parallax. right yep. uh and so in what I you were saying how early that was like in the yeah. green lantern run like that was really <laughs> that was like a very formative thing for green lantern but uh yeah but like you were saying like with his father mm -hmm. he's one of those people who's like god can't be all powerful and all good yes which is i i don't think the logic works but you know because i'm a christian but <laughs> yeah. that's because like his father died mm -hmm. these bad things have happened to him and so he can't yes. understand if god is all powerful and could mm -hmm. stop these things why wouldn't he yeah and so he doesn't believe god is all powerful or he mm -hmm. believes if he is all powerful then he's corrupted yeah and so yes exactly and so within that um when he accepts that role um he he basically comes to the conclusion 
and I'm going to get into this being incorrect, uh, but he gets into the conclusion that basically um, people are the ones with free will and God does not. Basically, he's saying that God has to um, like bow to his own creation in a way where it's like he made people, he gave them free will, um, and in order for him to be all good, um, he has to go through a specific like um, stage play. Like the universe has to carry out in a specific way that he has ordained, which is like, okay, true, we're good, we're, we're great. Um, but then he's saying that like God doesn't have free will because things have to go a certain way, which like, which okay. so then you could be like, well, then humans don't. Yes, exactly. So, like... <laughs> and so he he falls short in that aspect. But anyway, point is going through that storyline where Green Lantern has to like come to terms with um, his own faith and everything is what got me down this rabbit hole of what I want to talk about with Green Lantern. Um, and so I'll, I'll, I wanted to talk about specifically him being called and him being chosen. Um, so for him, from a young age, he had to deal with um, he had to deal with like his faith and you know his father wanting to be a pilot, and so he, as a young man, wanted to follow in his father's footsteps, regardless of his fear of of flying, of being in planes at that point. So he goes on, he becomes this military test pilot. Um, testing out awesome new airplanes for the military and he has this crazy plane crash at one point and lo and behold a weird alien also had a plane crash nearby um or not plane crash but like had a spaceship crash. spaceship crash <laughs> dying alien i guess they were homies because they both had a crash and <laughs> and um my man <laughs> dude you know <laughs> you know how it feels right and so hal jordan in that moment he should have died you know yeah he's testing highly experimental government airplane should have died instead you know he is saved and he is given this choice of you know you should you are chosen to be this new green lantern um this this cosmic entity that protects people um similar to his later choice of like will you become a god um but like at that point he's you know he's just a regular guy and he's struggling with like his fear of um like struggling with his fear of flying to begin with um but he feels like he's on this predestined choice or this predestined path um, of like everything that he has to do. And then he's given this option to like break out of it um, by being given this ring. And so then from that point forward, he can become his own man and choose his own path. Um, so he chooses to become a Green Lantern. He gets sent to the planet of Oa and... Uh... <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Uh, so he gets sent to the planet of Oa, where all of the Green Lanterns are, and he starts being trained. Um, he, As he's being trained, they very quickly realize that like he is a very, very powerful Green Lantern, because Green Lanterns get their power from their willpower. Um, that's like their raw strength, and they are able to create anything that they can imagine. And he is a very just imaginative person. And so that interplay of those two things um, makes him just like, I mean, within the Marvel, he or within the Marvel, within the DC comics, he just is the, the strongest Green Lantern because he has the strongest willpower. He has like the strongest imagination. Um, and that's what makes him such a great Green Lantern. Um, even though he was just chosen um, and he doesn't know what's going on half the time, um, at that point, God would we we as christians we would say that like god doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called because green lantern he has like all of this like trauma and all of these like you know like ideas of what god is and what he can and cannot do but that doesn't matter because god slowly like works him up and is like no 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 i'm gonna give you these different skills i'm gonna give you these different experiences that are gonna show you um who it is that you truly are so if we're gonna say like green lantern is just a regular guy but he's given this strength through this this green lantern ring um you know we could say that the ring is like this attribute of god that's like following him around and like is helping him out kind of like what you're saying with pinocchio and jimmy cricket um but first thessalonians 5 24 says the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it 
um, because God, God is faithful. He has faith in Hal Jordan and in his ability, and he will call him. He will do this thing because that is um, God's choice for Hal's life, um, or for us as Christians. Like the what? What is our path? What is our calling? Um, our calling is to serve Christ. Um, and so, in that sense, like Hal, he'd been floundering around trying to figure out what it is to do with his life, and then he finally gets this higher calling, this greater thing shows up in his life and suddenly he knows like oh i'm called to be this protector of of earth of of this whole galactic section but like of earth sector um, sector sorry not section um sector what 2804 or something i don't know it's always funny to me that it's you're in charge of the sector yep mm -hmm. there's like other planets in the sector you're yeah. supposed to be taken care of, but he only ever <laughs> defends yeah. her. Isn't, isn't that why there's like so many Green Lantern, like human Green Lanterns? There's like there's like three or four there's, of them. No, there's like six now. Oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> but they still are only taking care of Earth. Yeah, it's because Earth has got a lot of problems. <laughs> but if I can just handle this. That I that I'm doing good enough. I know I'm not like doing my job, There's, but I'm doing good oh, enough. Shoot. Oh <laughs> um, shoot! What is it? It's 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 Hal Jordan, and then there's uh, Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner. That's what it is. Because um, there's in the in the he becomes the White Lantern. The White. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Kyle Rayner. Um, there's a there's a scene in like the in the Justice League cartoon where they're like nominating it, it, like Justice League Unlimited where they're like uh, trying to nominate uh, potential new members of the Justice League. There's Guy Gardner too. Guy Gardner. That's who it is. It's Guy Gardner. Um, so Hal Jordan obviously in the Justice League and then uh, uh, the black one. Um, I can't remember. I, it's, it's something, it's like John Jones, but I know that's, 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 Martian, Man that's Martian Manhunter. Darn. Anyway, point is John Stewart. John, St John Stewart, whatever. Um, point is, the Flash like recommends like I like to re I'd like to recommend the third Green Lantern, and like both of them look at him and they're like, no, <laughs> but he could be a great ass. No. <laughs> yeah, it's John Stewart. John Stewart. In um, in Unlimited, mm -hmm. he is the main guy. Yes, is John Stewart. It was Wait, never Hal Jordan. It was never Hal Jordan. But I've always found that very funny. Yeah. That they just were like, we need a, a different Green Lantern. <laughs> And I've always appreciated it. But anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, point is... They wouldn't say no to another Kryptonian, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Supergirl was allowed in, but it's fine. Kid Flash is here. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh my gosh. Anyway, anyway uh, point is... Um, yeah, I just wanted to point out that like through... Hal's very limited version of God, he starts limiting himself in his own growth. Um, further within the Psalms, we have like Psalm 115.3, like explicitly states, our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. Um, <laughs> he's not limited because of like some greater like moral calling or because he's all powerful and all good. He, you know, he has to limit himself. No, he does whatever pleases him. God has free will. And he specifically shows that like, you know, like, yes, Hal Jordan is like a fallen man and he struggles with the idea of God as well and everyone who's a non-believer because these things are only revealed to believers so naturally yeah it would be a struggle for him to understand um you know what's up this point you're making it's funny I've been thinking about this because in a weird way at work mm -hmm. you know we have the TV wall I work at Target Electronics yeah there's a TV wall they're playing commercials and different things mm -hmm. show off what the TV can do yeah. One of them is for track, simple mobile or track phone wireless. One of those sure. prepaid things. Yeah. And it says, <laughs> it's so funny um, that I, I, I was thinking about this, but it says like, if you have a unlimited cell phone plan, mm -hmm. but you can't trust that that cell phone plan will come through for you, yeah. then it is limited. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Where... And I, I, whenever I hear that, I'm like, that's an interesting idea with, like, God. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, he is unlimited. Yeah. But if you aren't willing to let him be unlimited and do what yeah. he needs to do in your life, if you're going to try and pull him back, then you, the image of God in your head mm -hmm. is not unlimited. Yes. What you I... believe in is not truly what God represents. Okay, okay. So, so <laughs> let, let me tell you a work story now, because I, I was thinking about whether or not to share this, but... Um, one of the kids that I work with, uh, he, he asked me, he was like, um, he was like, if you, 
knew what your purpose was, would that, would you be happier since you knew what you were supposed to do? Or would you be like upset because you, you were left in one track? Exactly. That you have to exactly. Do, exactly. Right? And I, I explained to him and I was like, well, okay, first of all, I'm, and then he's like, oh shoot, you're a Christian. You, you like, you know what your calling is, right? Like to like give glory to God or whatever. And I was like, I was like, first of all, I don't appreciate the or whatever. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, okay, okay, okay. And so I like, I tried to break it down and I was like, no, like, so yes, I have my, my greater like purpose in life is to bring glory to God. You know, like in all things that I do, like show God's glory through that. Yes. But I also have a calling and I was like, I can try and figure out what my calling is. And he just didn't, he, it just was not tracking. And I was like trying to explain it. And I was like, I just had to realize at some point I was like, well, there's believers and non-believers for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. They're just at the end of the day, like for us, it's just common sense. Like, mm -hmm. of course there is a all powerful, all knowing being in the sky who, you know, govern. <laughs> not, not in the sky. Well, in well the... yeah, in the sky, but like everywhere <laughs> else too, you know. And him, we live and move and have our being. So, uh, um, <laughs> no. Um, but what you're saying is like, yeah, we have our purpose. We know it. We can mm -hmm. find joy in knowing that there is one thing we are made to do, and yep. we are going to do it. Yep. We are pretty much regard uh, unless it's sinful. <laughs> we are allowed to do whatever we can yeah. within that purpose yes we are unlimited yes within that purpose and god is unlimited in how he can express himself through us mm -hmm. so i get to find the joy of my purpose in god mm -hmm. and knowing it is set and will not change and i can always depend on it just yep. as i can depend on god yep but i don't have to feel confined to one track on how to do that yeah we we bring glory to god worship him that kind of idea has been pushed into this idea of singing or just prayer or just yes. reading your bible yes. and things yes which it's not it's it's like, like you were saying as you everything you do should mm -hmm. bring glory to god you have to work you have to eat yeah. you have to breathe you have to go to sleep mm -hmm. those things have to count too so it can't only be yep. worshiping uh in song form or prayer or reading your bible because yeah. you can't always do all those yes things. Um, we are called to always praise and give glory to god so like the green lantern <laughs> let's yes. get back to what yes. you're talking about and so or were you going to say a thing or were you just trying so, to get me back on track because i have a thing well i was going to ask if this okay. is what you're trying to say okay um so the green lantern he aside from the idea of limited he's chosen mm -hmm. he does not deserve to be chosen but he no. finds a greater purpose mm -hmm. in being chosen yep and he's thankful for that right yes so, <laughs> He doesn't deserve to be chosen. Even later, it says, like, well, you were just the closest one. John Stewart or this guy was supposed to be yeah. the real one, but you were too... It needed to get to the closest guy that was good enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he does not deserve this, mm -hmm. but he gets it anyway. And what it allows him to do is protect this one sector, mm -hmm. right? We were just talking about we have a purpose. Yep. He has a purpose. Protect this one sector. What he is allowed to do within protecting that one sector mm -hmm. up to his imagination, literally. Yeah. That's how the Green Lantern ring works. Yeah. Right? Whatever you imagine, you can do it. Yeah. He's allowed, barring sin like us, barring specific rules, he's allowed to do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. And he finds purpose in that, but he also finds freedom in that. Yeah. And that's same that's the same thing for us with having the Holy Spirit, with knowing our purpose, mm -hmm. but being able to be guided in some ways and also choose in other ways how we will express that purpose. Yeah. It is the same situation he's in. Is that what you're going that's, for? Yeah, that's exactly okay, cool. what I was going to say. I was, be like, I was like, yes, within like the constraints of the Green Lantern ring is anything that you can think of. That That's just how it works. Yeah. Um, so it is unlimited power, unbridled, like completely. Um, however, the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan himself, he like puts his own restrictions and yeah. constraints on both him and I was just going to be like, and that is shown by like his view of God. He limits God, so he limits himself. Yeah. Anyway. And he's kind of, he's correct on the track of himself. Mm hmm we are not supposed to have unlimited power, absolute, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's not our purpose. That's not how we are meant to exist. Yeah. He's on the right track, but God is not us. Yes. <laughs> and that, I, that's where he, he falls short. He views God in this limited capacity mm -hmm. of what can fit in his brain and what he can understand about what a person is. Yeah. And that's why he can't get past 
And that's why the people who follow this argument can't get past that idea. Yeah. It's um, very difficult to explain to someone who falls into that. Yeah. But hopefully this helps. <laughs> and that was the whole point of this is just that I was like, what's like something... If, the, if that guy is really into Green Lantern, here yes. you go. Yeah. Here Cause, you cause, go. Because that's the thing where it's just like, how... How do I explain? Because I, I, the next thing, what got me sold on this idea, because I, I could have gone a couple different ways with Green Lantern. And so, like, what got me on this idea was this, like, I, I feel like I've been, like, tackling kind of easy subjects lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, what what's something that's just, like, like, no, like, really, how do you explain this to a non-believer? Like, that's the whole point of our podcast. Yeah. How so, do, yeah, like, yeah. It, yeah, if you have a friend who's into Green Lantern or knows a bit about it and yeah. you can flex your muscles or <laughs> your your chops, your lore chops, and be like, hey, did you know that uh, Green Lantern believes this about God and it affects how, <laughs> yeah, yeah. how he functions as a Green Lantern and this and that? But, like, yeah, it's a little nerdy and a little out there, but, like, it, it does help. Yeah. Even um, if it doesn't, like, get them to a point where, like, oh, it all makes sense. It's like... Right. It's a foot in the door. Yeah. Which is the point of this. <laughs> yeah. So, we're super glad you guys were here to listen. Um, if you have any thoughts about Pinocchio, or Green Lantern, or God choosing us, which allows us to do what we need to do to be chosen, to be chosen, to get the gift of faith and consciousness, whatever. Yes, All it's that. Very... If you have any ideas about that and how that interplays with the story of Pinocchio or any other story, mm-hmm. or if you have any ideas about how God is unlimited, but we try and limit him to mm-hmm. be within an on our own understanding yeah. and potentially how Green Lantern or anything else fits yeah. into that, we'd love to hear about it. You can contact us at ocvepod at gmail.com or ocvepod at or dot com or <laughs> at ocvepod on Facebook and Twitter. We'd love to hear from you guys. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, Love you. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>